Welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Liam. And I'm Ollie. And for those of you that don't know, or for any new listeners, each episode, we take a topic that we know very little about, and we give ourselves a week to read and research all about it. The idea is, we do the hard work, find out the most important pieces of information about a topic, and then share them with you, our listeners. Yeah, we're not experts though in anything that we talk about on this pod. It's just a summary of our findings. Um, But hopefully, by sharing some of the knowledge with you, we can all learn a little bit more about a whole lot of things. Sounds good to me, Liam. Let's get on with this week's topic, which is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving this week. Thanksgiving is actually, I think it's this week, isn't it? When this comes out, Thanksgiving will be on Thursday. Yes. So pretty timely, well planned by us. Uh, We start each week though by just sort of thinking, you know, what did we or do we already know about Thanksgiving? So you can go first this week. Okay. So I know that I've been part of a Thanksgiving dinner. So I spent a semester of university over in America and went to Philadelphia. So I've experienced Thanksgiving. So I've got some sort of idea about, you know, what you actually do on a Thanksgiving day, but no idea about how or why it came about. Um, I think like turkeys and pilgrims are probably like two of the words that I'd throw out when I think of Thanksgiving. But I think that's about it really for me. How about yourself? Yeah, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but I used to live in America. Did you really? I, I did actually. And um, <laughs> me and some other British friends America. hired a house. We hired a house in Delaware over Thanksgiving. And then we all went down to this house, had the whole Thanksgiving dinner. I, I don't really know why. I think we did it because we thought we had to. I, I don't, I've got no idea what, why it was. It certainly felt to me like a Christmas dinner. Okay. Yep. Um, and I, I don't know. And having read about it, I can see why this is a stupid thing to think. But being British, I thought that Thanksgiving was like a replacement for Christmas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought that like if you celebrated Thanksgiving, then you don't celebrate Christmas. Oh, okay. Uh, as in, as in, it was a, what a smaller group of people that celebrated Thanksgiving, and then yeah, as if it was okay. Yeah, I don't know. And if it was uh, like a really religious thing, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Ignorance is, I, I have no idea. So um, that's sort of what I thought. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to find out, at least on that, and I don't know why it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, I was I was quite fortunate with my one where I I went and experienced it with a family. So that's maybe why I knew a little bit more yeah. about the what happens on the day type thing. So yeah, I maybe had a more authentic one than you, you just being with a group of foreigners in America, just eating a Christmas dinner. Yeah, that is certainly what I felt like. A group of, there was an American person between us. You know, I, like we watched the football. I know um, um, like the NFL was a big deal on Thanksgiving and we all had to watch that. And we were working in Washington, D.C. and the Washington were playing. So that was quite good, actually. But you know, it certainly felt Christmassy to me, obviously well, in November. It's probably worth us saying, if we get into it now, that... So Thanksgiving, it's a it's a national holiday, but it's celebrated on various different dates 
across loads of different countries. So you've got the United States, Canada, Grenada, St. Lucia, Liberia, Germany, Austria. So there's there's all different countries that celebrate a Thanksgiving, but we're actually going to be talking about the the USA one, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, yeah. there are lots of places that have very similar things and we'll we'll get onto them and what they what they are um I just, later. I just thought it'd be fair to point out any of our, our listeners in Grenada or St. Lucia, if they think, oh hang on, you're not talking about our our Thanksgiving here. Like why why are you only talking about the USA one? But there is a little bit of a story about yeah. Grenada, isn't there? Yeah, or Liberia for that matter, by the way. Yeah, good point. Yeah, um, just, we'll come back to the Grenada one. Just remind me to come back to that once we've sort of explained what it is. Um, but yeah, we're talking about the American one. Yeah, for sure. So it's an annual holiday then. Um, it's actually, I think it's a day off, isn't it? It's actually a day off. Yeah. Annual holiday in America. They are celebrating, honoring early settlers and Native Americans to the country. They are celebrating the harvest and they are giving thanks for all kinds. You know, it's turned into much more than that, where, where you are just, you are giving thanks to everything that's happened uh, in the past year. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it happens on the fourth Thursday of every November. And it dates back to about 1621. And we'll talk about the very first one shortly. But yeah, so it's on the fourth, fourth Thursday of every November, which is why it's out as about now. And it's now this, this big national holiday where, where people come together and enjoy time with their families. It sort of precedes Christmas, doesn't it? It's almost like the, it's turned into this thing where it's like the, the de facto Christmas starts now, like the run up to Christmas. The very next day is a pretty big deal because you're saying this is on a Thursday, the next Friday, the next day, I'm pretty sure most people nowadays would have heard of is Black Friday, isn't it? Cliffhanger. Yeah, we'll come on to oh, that right. in a little bit as well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, we'll come on to that shortly. What, what, why, why Black Black Friday? But yeah, should we should we go all the way back in time then, like we normally do? Let's at least go and find out where it originated from. Why? Why night uh, 1620? It goes all the way back to well, actually goes back to England and Holland, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, and. I said at the start about knowing the word pilgrims. Um, so what, what happened was, if we sort of say it's in a roundabout way, in 1621, there was a, a three-day harvest festival that had about 50 pilgrims and 90 Native Americans. And do yeah. you want to say what tribe they were from, Liam? No, because I'm going to get it wrong, and I've watched videos of it. The, the Wampanoag? Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, the, the Wampanoag tribe in uh, Native Americans. And what they did is they, they came together and they ate a meal. So that's in 1621. But to get to that, as you rightly said, you need to go back another couple of years before then, really. And why were these pilgrims actually coming over or who or what were these pilgrims in the first place? So they were a group of English Protestants and they basically they wanted to break away from the Church of England so because you know they wanted to um they wanted to practice their religion freely so they left England and they went to Holland and there was how many was there like, there was about 100 wasn't there 102 yes. or something like that um and then after a little while they they ended up in Holland they had some financial problems they realized right we'll go to the new world we'll go over to America it's all starting to get discovered so 
they ascend, that's essentially what they did. These they're called pilgrims now. They were called Puritans at the time, weren't they? Yeah. And they they managed to convince a shipping company, a merchant shipping company, that if we go over to America, we can send you back stuff. <laughs> so this shipping company, they gave them a boat called the Mayflower. Which is uh, pretty famous, isn't it? Mayflower's a, a pretty, pretty famous boat that people might have heard and is talked about in Thanksgiving. But the second boat wasn't no. quite as good, was it? Yeah, they actually had two boats, one called the Mayflower and one called Speedwell. So they got on these boats. There was about 102 people, about 30 or 40 crew members. Um, and the Speedwell sprung a leak almost immediately. So it turned around. They all got onto the Mayflower and they sailed. And they were aiming for New York because New York was, you know, they knew about New York at the time. They knew they could settle there. Um, unfortunately, they missed New York because of storms. And 66 days later... They ended up in Massachusetts. You know, I don't know if you know, if you don't know, map of America. It's north, isn't it? It's north from New York. Yes, yeah, um, it's, the, it's the very top right, the very northeast of of the USA is where they were ending up. Yeah, and they they basically they ended up there, and they set up camp, and they set up a place called Plymouth, didn't they? It's called Plymouth Rock now, actually. Which, if you're from England, you'd be like, well, why in Plymouth in England? And it is, but the boat sailed out of Plymouth in England, in Devon. So it sailed out from Plymouth and then they ended up in America and just named the place where they landed and let's call this Plymouth. Yeah. So it became Plymouth. Plymouth, Massachusetts. Yeah. Makes sense. So you've got now, you've got these 102 pilgrims or Puritans who have left Europe and they've gone over and they've got themselves onto the shores of the USA. Over there, you've already got Native American tribes who are there not in absolutely enormous numbers but you know quite happily enough and there's this tribe that owned the area as we said earlier called the Wampanoag Indians and what happened was the settlers who came over the, the pilgrims they had a really bad deal in trying to survive the first winter and yeah over half of them died so we said 102, yeah. and that's why I mentioned earlier saying there were 50 of them who then survived for this Thanksgiving meal. And they they were having a bad time. They weren't able to farm there. They didn't know the land, didn't really know what to do. Um, but they kindly got shown by one of the, the Native Americans what it was they could be doing and how they should be um, you know, using the land and fishing and what have you. So they then had a bountiful harvest. And to say thank you, they then decided to hold this three-day harvest festival in 1621 and also yeah. invited the, the Wampanoag to the meal as well. Have you got any names of the Native American Indians that were with them? Have you <laughs> skipped over those on purpose for, for fear of getting the name pronunciation wrong? <laughs> Do you know, I didn't actually make note of them. I was reading There's there's one... There's one really important one, isn't there, called Squacho? Yeah, Squanto and Samoset. And the, the, their leader guy, I assume it was a guy, um, their leader was called Massasoit. The Massasoit, um, yes, it's a Massasoit. That, yeah. that Squanto, he was an interesting character. Turns out that he had been sold into slavery in Spain about seven years earlier, so in about 1615. But he'd made his way back over to the Wampanoag tribes yeah. 
and he could speak yeah. perfect English. So when, yeah. when the pilgrims then landed, they then had this translator guy called Squanto who could then talk with the Massasoit, the tribe leader, and then also talk with the English and help them out to, to make them, you know, compatible colonies. Did you read um, one of the pilgrims called Edward Winslow published or wrote about the first meet, the first celebration, so the first, what, what we now call the first Thanksgiving? Um, did you, have you read any of the, the quotes that he, he wrote? No, I don't know these. So it went something like this. Our harvest being gotten in, our governor sent four men on fowling so that we might, after a more special manner, rejoice together. There were many of the Indians coming amongst us, and among the rest, their greatest, King Massasoit, with some 90 men, whom for three days we entertained and feasted. Nice. Pretty cool. So that's written, that piece is written about 1961, about the first time that the pilgrims and the Native Americans, you know, had this feast together. And yeah, and then... That's sort of carried on, hasn't it? That that celebration of the harvest is or is ongoing from then. Yeah, and they didn't actually call it Thanksgiving. So that sixteen twenty one is denoted as this first Thanksgiving meal, but they didn't call it Thanksgiving, and it wasn't known as Thanksgiving, and it didn't look the same as how people get on and celebrate it today. But it it took quite a while for it to to then properly catch on, didn't it? So what happened was there was this rough time of year where people would have a harvest celebration, almost this Thanksgiving for yeah. a harvest. And it, yeah. they think that the first Thanksgiving as well wasn't in November. It's much more likely that it was actually in October. But it's okay. it was then held at different dates over the different areas of like the northeast of the USA with the different different settlers who are over there. But then they, they actually tried to come up with a plan of bringing it all together at the same time, didn't they? Yeah, so they were they, they did try and standardise it. But just quickly on that, because of the, the time of year, loads of places would, would have a feast around this sort of time, which is why you, you mentioned earlier there's loads of other countries that do celebrate a, a version of Thanksgiving. It's because it's sort of come off of like the harvest. Every country, you know, they're all going to have their harvest yeah. around the similar sort of time. We, we in England, I don't know if you remember being in primary school, doing the harvest festival. Yes. It's not a festival in primary school where you'd bring in all your food and like it would go yeah. to people less fortunate. But, but we do have it. It's just not such a big deal. We, you know, it hasn't become a big deal. But yeah, but back to America, they did try, they're trying to standardize like when is this thing. So a, a very famous, the mother of Thanksgiving. Yes. A woman by the name of Sarah Josepha Hale. She wrote a magazine called Godie's Ladies Book. And she campaigned for an annual tradition, didn't she? Yeah, she was she was a big fan of thinking that they should standardize this and actually try and make it into a proper national holiday. So this Sarah Josepha Hale, she was around the time of the Continental Congress that I read, the people sort of running the country at the time. They said in 1777 that Thanksgiving should happen and should be on a standardised day, which is what they they then tried to aim for. But it sort of fell out of fashion and wasn't really happening too much. 
by around the time of about 1815. And then this Sarah Joseph Hale, she then, she kept on petitioning several presidents after that to actually make it become a proper national holiday. And the president who did it, there's sometimes a misconception about this, apparently. People think that it's George Washington who did it, when actually it was President Lincoln. So in 1863, Lincoln came out with the idea that this should be a proper national holiday that everyone can celebrate on the fourth Thursday of November. Yeah, it's been going on since then. Until that point, each president each year had to announce when Thanksgiving was. It was sort of becoming a bit of a thing. Like the president would say, right, this year it's on this date, this year it's on this date. So it was was sort of, you know, traction was happening. But yeah, 1863 was when it was officially... Fourth Thursday of November. A couple of years though, in the 1930s, was it is it Teddy Roosevelt? He wanted to bring it forward a week, arguing that then there'd be even more shopping before Christmas. Like if we brought it forward a week, the economy would would spike because of it. So in 1939 and 1940, it was actually the Thursday before. And then basically everybody was like, that's stupid. It's always been the fourth Thursday. So it's gonna be the <laughs> fourth Thursday, not the third Thursday. And that just sort of that lasted two years, and then for the, since then, it's been the fourth Thursday. <laughs> Just trying so, to get the, the economy going a little bit more. I think we might, as a little tidbit, just mention as well, this Sarah Josephia Hale, she is oh, credited yeah. for writing one of the most famous nursery rhymes around the world. Maybe. If, if everybody listening could think of five nursery rhymes, I reckon they would, they would say it, wouldn't they? It's probably in the top five, isn't it? It's got to be in the top five. Maybe top three. Maybe top three. I reckon if you could think of the first three nursery rhymes you ever learned, this lady, Sarah Josepha Hale, the grandmother of Thanksgiving, she wrote one of them. And it is, Mary had a little lamb. That's a cool fact, isn't it? Yeah. So she wrote <laughs> that, but also created Thanksgiving. I don't know. Pretty good. So that's what it is. Now, obviously, this is a celebration, but one of the biggest parts of it is the food. Isn't it? Even that, you know, nowadays you come together, you have a big meal. Um, and like, you know, you know, it, I know it sort of felt like a Christmas dinner. What was the food at the first Thanksgiving, though? Because it, it slightly morphed, doesn't it, into something else. It's not quite what it was. Oh, massively. Yeah, the, 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 the dinner has changed completely. So the food today is turkey. That's where everybody has. Everybody has turkey on, on Thanksgiving. But going back then, there was seal, there was some lobster, and there was also, what was the other one? Venison. Ah, yeah. One. They hunted deer. I think the um, Massasoit and his Native Americans bought, I think four, I think it's written somewhere, they bought four deer to the to the meal or five deer. So deer's venison, isn't it, I think? Yes. So if you have venison on your Thanksgiving... You're being very traditional because that is what it, that's very, they did, you know, they did say, even in that quote, I said, he went out hunting for fowl. So fowl will be like geese or duck. And it's, although there's no evidence that they would have had turkey right at the first one, it's very likely they probably did start having turkey relatively soon afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very easy to go and catch. So yeah, it, it, it wasn't there to begin with, but probably was there quite soon afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And there's some some other traditions around the the food as well. You get pumpkin pie, 
That's a massive thing, isn't it? Apparently in America, there's a, yeah, they wouldn't have had pies to... though. They wouldn't have had a pie, would they? They'd have had. They think it might have been boiled pumpkin or something. They're not sure it would have been pie. No, in the sense we had similar to cranberry sauce, like yeah. cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce wasn't invented for like fifty years, so it couldn't have been cranberry sauce. No, 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 no. But super popular today. Yeah, it just goes with turkey, doesn't it? I guess. Yeah, turkey's quite a dry meat, but pumpkin pie as well. Apparently, millions and millions of them get made, but it's not a hot favourite. It's uh, amongst people, so it's quite a traditional thing to eat, I suppose. Like Brussels sprouts at Christmas dinner in uh, in the UK, like everyone has Brussels sprouts yeah. on their plate, but do they eat them? I don't know. Got to have it because you've got to have it. Like yeah. you're eating a Brussels sprout. Like, <laughs> they did. They did. They do think they probably did have some sort of stuffing, um, and they used to call it something called pudding in the belly. So I think they used to make it like a stuffing full of nuts and herbs and eggs and things like that and cream and raisins, stuff it inside. So I think that that might have been around since forever. Um, yeah, and then, you know, nowadays it's it's sort of people have macaroni cheese, mashed potatoes, you know, stuff that is probably not so much they would have had back then. There's yeah. also a whole load of other traditions nowadays, though, isn't there? There's a lot of other stuff. So there's one that's like linked to, to food-ish uh, and to the turkey, and that's one of the ones which is to break the wishbone of the, oh, of yeah. the turkey. So that's one one where you sort of get it a little bit at Christmas, I think, in the UK. But this is one where, where more so you snap the wishbone between two people and whoever comes up with the bigger side of it gets their wish granted for the year. Yeah, another thing to do is to watch the American football. That is big. NFL, that's that a big, big deal in America. That's a bit like in England. They have Premier League football over Christmas. If you're listening to this in England, it's very similar to, you know, it's tradition that you go and watch the football on Boxing Day or you yeah. know, that sort of thing. It's sort of similar to that. You watch the NFL game. And like I was saying, I, I did that. You know, we sat down around the telly and watched the NFL because that's what you do. Like, so I've, I found it quite interesting that the American football, it's been inception since 1920 and it's always played games on Thanksgiving Day, which is a, yeah. a pretty cool idea just to think that at the time that people might want to do it. And the reason that they did it, so so 1920 is when the NFL started the National Football League. American football had been going on before that. It was almost coming out of like a, a, a European, like a, an English rugby game was getting formed. And then you had a proper American football and then to try and get more people to watch the games, they thought it'd be a sensible idea to run it on the public holiday. And it seemed to work, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and if you're an NFL fan, is it the Detroit Lions? They've played every single one, haven't they? I think, just about, bar like two in the war, two in the war or something like that. So yeah, the, the Detroit Lions, they've played every Thanksgiving since 1934, right? Which is wow. pretty mad. That's a nice tradition, isn't it? And then the other team that's associated with playing on Thanksgiving Day is the Dallas Cowboys since 1966. So again, okay. it was the the owners of those two franchises thought it'd be a good idea to try and make more of it, get people along to the games. So we've got the food, we've got the football. I think the next biggest one, I, I think, having read this, I think I knew this, is watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Do you, do you know, I... 
I'd heard of the Macy's parade, but I don't think I actually realised it was on Thanksgiving. Okay. Isn't it like, it's like their, it's like their promotion for their Christmas. Ready, Christmas starts. Now. Come to the shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's almost like, so we've got, we've got this national holiday out of the way. We've got another one in four weeks time. This is when you need to start buying all of your, your, your gifts. Uh, I think one of the things that we've, We've we've not said yet. The thing with Thanksgiving is you don't exchange gifts, do you? No, no, yeah. And uh, similar to my Christmas thing, yeah, it's not it's not like Christmas. Like we found out, it's not really religious. Yeah. So of course people celebrate Christmas and Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, there's no no real presents. Macy's was a good idea, wasn't it? So that that idea of let's hold this big parade, let's make a big old fanfare. Now's the time yeah, to get yourselves sure. to, to start shopping. But they they weren't the very first one to do it. They're just the most well-known one. There was actually a smaller one that started before them. What was their name? Yeah, Gimbals. It was a department store in Philadelphia. It was about five years before they would do they would do um they'd have floats and, and stuff down the middle of you know in Philadelphia to sort of promote themselves. And then lots of department stores, I think, got on board. It was just Macy's one has gone a bit bonkers, isn't it? Yes, yeah, they did. Apparently, they even had animals from Central Park Zoo, didn't they? Yeah, Central Park. Yeah, Zoo. I read that. So have I got that right? Yeah, yeah. So imagine that, like the first. They wouldn't do it now, would they? Elephants bowling down the road, monkeys walking down the road, like as part of the parade. Now they've got those massive balloons, don't they? Yes. You know, if you've not seen it, we'll put a picture up. But it's the one where they have the huge balloons, all tied with strings around the top, that everyone's walking, holding. Um, yeah. Um, and then sort of that has turned into Black Friday, hasn't it? That leads us quite nicely into Unbelievable. what it is what, nowadays, which has gone a bit bananas. Unbelievable what, what Black Friday has now become, the the hype and everything that, that goes around that, that surrounds it nowadays. But there's something that got me looking into, like, why is it even called Black Friday? And so just so people know, so Black Friday is always the day that follows thanksgiving and we've said thanksgiving yep. is always the fourth thursday that's why it's then black yep. friday and there's a couple of reasons for why it's called black friday there's you can't really pinpoint it down to one in particular it doesn't seem so i don't know should we talk about the one to do with the shops yeah i think a, a maybe more commonly known version of it is that so many people buy stuff shops have been in the red all year in the red to mean like not earning much money or any money and then black friday comes around they make loads of money and then they get in the black you know to to, to make a profit if you yeah like. it's like a marketing term or a sales term isn't it um yeah and that's that's a term but less well-known it was actually coined that was coined in about in the 80s wasn't late 80s sort of yep. the term black friday to mean i'm gonna make a load of money but you can go back maybe 20 or 30 more years into the late 50s and uh it was actually a, a, a sort of a darker side to it isn't it yeah it was the police coming back to philadelphia again seems to be pretty important throughout this episode philadelphia loads of things in philadelphia again where the, the police started to use the phrase black friday to describe that particular Friday because it was the day before the Army-Navy American football game. And then what would happen is that large numbers of tourists would come into the city, 
There'd be people who'd be coming in for the weekend to do holiday shopping. The weather would be horrible. There'd be traffic jams. There'd be accidents. There'd be loads of shoplifting and crime and everything going yeah. on. And just being on that shift on that Friday wasn't anything that anyone wanted to do. So they just termed it as ah, Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anybody does know. I don't know when it switched from being that that negative sort of connotation to being the positive one that it is now. Yeah. Um, I think there was a push at one point um, in Philadelphia to call it Big Friday to try and remove some of those negative connotations. Like Big uh, Spending uh, yeah. Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't know quite where the, the switch happened, but yeah, one of those two is certainly where it comes from. We could do an episode about Black Friday, I think. I reckon you probably could. So you mentioned earlier, <clears throat> Grenada have got Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I did. Do, do you know why? <laughs> no, no, I don't know why they, they then celebrate it. So they had a president who was assassinated by his vice president. Okay. And this vice president was apparently not a very nice chap. And the Americans came over and essentially saved Grenada from this guy. So Grenada th- basically thank America every year for having Thanksgiving. Okay. That's basically it. So thanks for saving us. It's not quite the same sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they celebrate it every year. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I like that. I learned something new there. Um, with the with Thanksgiving, so what we've spoken about has all been really nice and you know, all the the positives and we'll come on to even a little bit more about just some of the thanks and the giving back that that happens. But not everybody has Thanksgiving in the USA as a positive day, do they? No. Yeah, so the the indigenous people of America, Native Americans, they recognise Thanksgiving in the complete opposite way. And they actually see it as a day of mourning. Yeah, National Day of Mourning. Yeah, because essentially what happened was the pilgrims and, you know, these Europeans and these other settlers that were coming over, essentially they went to war, didn't they, with the natives and wiped them out. Even the Wampanoags, they were they were eventually wiped. Only, like, only about 15 years later, you know, they yeah. helped all these pilgrim pilgrim settlers and about 15 years later, they were basically turned on and, uh, you know, they went to war with them. They killed thousands of them, wiped them out. So the the indigenous people in America now, you know, they don't recognize Thanksgiving as the, as the celebratory thing that perhaps most people do. And they celebrate it as a national day of morning. They actually call it un-Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, in some yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. So there, there is a bit of a downside to it or a bit of a controversial side to it as well, just to make people aware of. When we were saying about these Europeans coming over and the, the pilgrims then going over to America, um, wiping out the majority of Native Americans who were there and what have you, they settled and they they settled pretty successfully, didn't they? And there's a massive majority of Americans who can actually then link themselves back to these first hundred settlers. Yeah, they reckon about 30 million people can trace their ancestry back to the first 102 people Wow, who came over as these pilgrims. Isn't that mental? That's some good going, isn't it? Not only that, you said earlier about um, them being wiped out after their first winter, right? 
Did you know they had like 19 women and after the first winter, only five of the women survived? Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, there were only five of them at the the, the first Thanksgiving meal. That's that's a lot of babies. (laughs) (laughs) That's nuts. really is. But then bringing it bringing it then back to today and just some of the positives. So it's very much about you have this big meal that we're talking about. You're with friends and family. You're, you take some time just to be thankful for your friends and just being together and just trying to remember people, remember people or do nice things for people. A lot of people apparently also take it as a time to go and help out with other communities or people who are less fortunate than themselves. So they go to, to food banks and food drives, yep. um, you know, donate things for people who are in need of them or, you know, give warm meals. So just, just try and remember the positives of where the pilgrims and the native Americans came together and try and reenact that in a small modern way as much as possible. Yeah. Giving thanks, isn't it? Basically, this is literally, literally in the name. Yes. Um, yeah. How, does thanksgiving link to microwave meals <laughs> yeah there is a bit of an odd link here but yeah you're you're bang on go and tell us <laughs> yeah this was going to be my takeaway but it's a bit too long so i decided to make it just an actual little story so in 1953 there's a guy called jerry thompson and he worked for a company called swanson and they accidentally overordered turkey after thanksgiving they had 260 tons of it that is 10 like train carriages full of turkey. That sounds like right? someone's got a zero, couple of zeros out of place there, haven't they? Yeah, someone's clearly done too much, right? Get this though. <laughs> While they had to work out what to do with it, do you know what he would do? He had to, the, the train carriages would only stay cold if they were moving. So he just kept moving them backwards and forwards across America. <laughs> well, I had to work out what to do with all these turkeys. How funny is that for a start? You must be thinking, oh my, what do I do? What do I do? What do, I do? Yeah. So he, he'd been on a plane, you know, this is in the fifties sort of planes had started working, you know, you could go on, you can have a meal. And he, he remembered having the, the food on a tray in all the little compartments. Yep. So he took the turkey that was sort of left over, chucked it in, chucked in some of the other stuff, cornbread, bit of stuffing, bit of sweet potatoes. He had a woman who worked for him called Betty Cronin, and she was a bacteriologist. And she worked out how you could cook it in the oven and it all cook at the same time. And he basically invented the TV dinner, which in the 50s was a big deal. You know, you buy this meal. You, there wasn't a microwave at the time. You put it in the oven and 20 minutes later, you got a lovely hot dinner. Yeah. And this, this took off because in the 50s, that's when women started going to work. So the traditional like mum at home cooking dinner was starting to stop happening, so they would get the TV dinners in. Eventually, that's obviously turned into the microwave meal because it's exactly the same idea. How can we do it faster than this? And uh, there we are. So Thanksgiving, company ordered too many turkeys. Now we've got microwave meals. <laughs> and I was, reading, I was reading it actually went through the roof, didn't it? Like you were saying, it was something crazy and I might get my numbers here a little bit wrong. Something in the first year, they sold about 5,000. In the second year, they sold about a million. It just went yeah. Yeah, through the roof. So um, yeah, what a, what a good little invention to come up from a mishap of ordering way too much turkey for Thanksgiving. How much turkey do they sell at Thanksgiving? Well, we said this earlier, didn't we? It is the tradition. So it wasn't at the very, very first Thanksgiving, but this can be my two guys, one topic takeaway. 
So each year, 46 million turkeys are eaten in the USA for Thanksgiving. That's a lot of turkeys. That's a lot of turkeys. Ow. And that means, like, from people that are surveyed, it's around 90% of Americans say that they will eat turkey or they do eat turkey on Thanksgiving. That is that is huge, isn't it? 90% of people have turkey on Thanksgiving Day. How heavy is 46 million turkeys, though? <laughs> you love converting stuff to weight. <laughs> yeah, it's so, possible. Go on. What, how, how heavy are 46 million turkeys? I don't know. Some length of the Great Wall of China, like you told us a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> No, you'll be pleased to know I do have searched this up. Okay, go on, about An average turkey is about 10 kilograms. An average double-decker bus is 12,000 kilograms. 46 million turkeys at 10 kilograms each is 460 million kilograms. 460 milligrams divided by 12,000 is approximately 40,000 double-decker buses. <laughs> the other thing we need to work out is how much is that in football fields? I don't know how we do that. <laughs> How yeah. things always How get measured in double-decker buses or football fields. Okay, so those 40,000 double-decker buses end-to-end, how long is that? That's what we need to know next. <laughs> <laughs> Eat as many turkeys at this distance. <laughs> <laughs> nice, go on then. Let everybody know, what is your two guys' one-topic takeaway this week? Why is a turkey called a turkey? Ah, nice. Another turkey-based one. Go on, go for it. So back in the day, during the Ottoman Empire, guinea fowl used to be exported from East Africa to Europe, but they used to come via Turkey. Okay. When they got to England, they would be called, oh, that's a turkey hen or a turkey cock, because they come from Turkey, so they just picked up the name turkey. Like, that's one. That's a turkey one. You know what I mean? Like, imagine, that's a turkey chicken, because it's, it's come from Turkey. That's yep. sort of thing. Yep. Then... When the Europeans got to America and they saw a similar looking bird to a guinea fowl, this what we now call a turkey, they were like, hey, look, it's a turkey. But they didn't know what it, it wasn't. It wasn't a turkey chick, chicken because it didn't look like that. So it's just, it's just that's a turkey. So it's called a turkey. So it is, it is linked to turkey in the country. That's nuts, isn't it? <laughs> so a turkey is a hen or a, a bird that, that comes from turkey. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mean if you don't understand it. I don't know if anybody else will understand it. <laughs> quick, um, I need another one. I need, I need another fact, real quick. Only male turkeys gobble gobble. Yes, that is right. Only male turkeys gobble gobble. <laughs> the day after Thanksgiving is a, is the plumber's busiest day in America, apparently, because of like so many people are uh, visiting houses and clogging up toilets and showers and things like that. I think it's also anyway. getting the turkey grease down the sinks. <laughs> Too much food yeah. down the sinks. I think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, trying to just blend it in that those what they call those food dispenser things. <laughs> oh dear. Frogging them. Right. Anyway, Ollie, come on now. So that that wraps up everything we were going to talk about Thanksgiving, I think. I've got a way better idea about what Thanksgiving actually is now. And some idea about where it came from and pilgrims and settlers. But if somebody said, Liam, you hold a quick conversation or when you start talking to some of your colleagues this week who might be American, could you tell them what Thanksgiving is? Yeah, 100%. And I hope everybody listening could do the same thing, including where TV dinners came from, what Black Friday, a little sidetrack about Black Friday, but, you know, it's so closely linked to um, 
Thanksgiving, which I think a lot of people, particularly probably in Europe, don't realise. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I, I'm here in Dubai. Black Friday is advertised all over the place. Yes. There is no link here to Thanksgiving. None. Yeah. yeah. So nobody here will know it's got anything to do with Thanksgiving. But it does. It's, it's everything to do with Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I, think, yeah. I think that is... That is a really important fact and a really important point to just to put across. And then going right back to the very start, 1621 with the Wampanoag tribe, uh, welcoming in the pilgrims and starting from there. But obviously bearing in mind, there is a little bit of controversy not too long after. Yeah, right. Well, hopefully everybody's enjoyed this week's episode. We've certainly enjoyed doing it. It's been quite interesting and it's um, timely given it's thanksgiving in a couple of days if you'd like to send us any thoughts suggestions of topics anything we've talked about please do so on our socials at two guys one topic it's on instagram facebook twitter we'll love to hear what your thoughts are but otherwise we will be back next week with another brand new episode get out there and share some thanksgiving knowledge <laughs>